you're listening to the Locked In Podcast. Here's your host, Algernon Cash. I'm Algernon Cash, and you're locked in. Welcome back uh, for yet another great conversation. It is such an honor and pleasure to always invite you to uh, meet some good friends of mine, and um, hopefully through these conversations, you too can learn how to become locked in. I'm, I'm a huge believer that in order to achieve your goals in life, you got to have a strong sense of self-discipline. You got to be willing to work very, very hard. You know, a lot of times I'm working 14, 15 hours a day. And you got to have really good relationships because sometimes it's not so much about what you know or who you know. And so I want to introduce you to one of my relationships, one of my friends, someone who I have actually known since she was, I believe, a freshman um, in college at UNC Chapel Hill. And um, when I when I met Laika, um, I always like to say she was a really shy individual, shy young woman who was still searching for her voice. And I was in the process of developing an internship program that I went on to call Developing Excellence. Laika was one of the first participants in that program, which is so cool. And um, she has um, long graduated Chapel Hill and has went to New York and Texas and been all around the country doing a lot of great things from working in finance and investments to also competing in pageants, which is what I hope to learn a lot more about today. Laika, how are you? Thank you for locking in with me. I am doing great. Wow. I just realized how old I am since when you first gave me my first break and doing an internship with you. Well, no, <laughs> man, you're, you, you are, you're, you're being modest. She is, she is still very young and accomplishing so many things at a really cool and young age, which I think is just, just amazing. I keep up with you a lot on uh, Facebook and Instagram and all those places now. And want to encourage my audience to go find Leka. that is L-E-K-H-A, Ravi, R-A-V-I. Go find her on Instagram and, and Facebook. You know, Leka, as I'm watching some of what you're doing, I've seen this sort of um, transition that you went through. When you came out of college, you were really, really focused on the financial industry. Um, you, you, now I, I see more pictures of you walking around in swimsuits than I do in business suits with your pageant work. Um, let's start with the finance industry. How was that industry coming out of Chapel Hill? Um, what are some challenges you ran into? And um, do, you, do you miss working in finance? Yeah, so I was in college from 2015, um, or well, 2010 to 2015. So it was right after the financial crisis. And it was really tough coming from Chapel Hill, which is a great school um, to try to work in Wall Street. I was trying to go to New York City, work in investment banking. Um, and at that time, they were mostly just hiring people from Ivy Leaks with 4.0s. So I found that to be a challenge, especially being a woman as well, um, without any connections in the industry. And you, Algernon, were the first person. I, I remember I just looked up investment banks near me, called you up, and I didn't expect anyone to really respond. And you did. Uh, Divine in intervention. That's, exactly. that's what that was. Um, we met at Barnes & Noble, I remember, and um, you let me just shadow you. Um, so I, I am so very grateful to this day because I truly believe that is what helped me get my start and... Um, help my resume and set me apart from the other candidates to land the internships that I went and when you When you graduated, you went down to, I believe your first gig was down in Texas at Bank of America. You were doing some infrastructural finance and then you, you did land in New York City eventually, right? 
Right. Um, so going back to your message earlier, um, I was supposed to graduate in 2014 from college. Um, and I was actually at Wells Fargo. I was doing um, public finance, government infrastructure, investment banking. Um, and I knew I wanted to do corporate investment banking in New York City. So I took a year off college or a semester of college so that I can graduate a little later and do another internship. Um, I didn't have this internship lined up, but I kind of just had faith in myself that I have to try it. Um, uh, and I ended up getting, I, I, I probably applied to a hundred different places and ended up getting that one internship offer in New York city. Um, cause it's a cutthroat industry. And, um, and that led me to, you know, open doors for other jobs. So, um, then I later on went to, um, uh, go permanently work in New York city for the last five and a half years. And how was that? That's a, you know, you're out of Greensboro, North Carolina, much um, faster pace in New York. You're a young female. What, what was that experience like relocating and working in, in, the, in the big city for, for five years? Yeah, I thought it would be exciting, but it was actually really tough because um, I didn't really have any friends when I moved there. Um, I wasn't like you said, I was the shy, awkward young girl um, who didn't really know how to speak up. And um, suddenly I was thrown in um, New York City having to, you know, you have to be really street smart there. Um, so I, I, I struggled a bit. <laughs> um, I, I remember the first time I went for my internship. Um, for like our orientation, I, I, I got in a cab with, 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 with this guy who was like, not even like a taxi driver. Um, it's like one of those people at the airport who say they'll give you a ride and try to take care of you. And thank God I didn't get kidnapped, but that's how like non-street smart I was from there to like now being a lot more savvy, you know, just living in New York is completely different from Greensboro. You have to be careful, but it's also exciting. I think it's great for somebody in their twenties to really grow. I always say it's, it's great to um, go out of your hometown um, and see whether if you're going to live permanently or just travel um, to see the rest of the world. And um, that's how you grow. Um, but, you know, I moved out of New York. I moved out of New York City, back home to Greensboro after five years, um, and I love it here. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we're happy to have you home too, and 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 I think you're right. Like, uh, I mean, it, it, you you have to be willing to get outside your comfort zone if you want to grow. You 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 just can't grow inside your comfort zone, and you're going to have to at times make yourself uncomfortable. And you you have always impressed me as being someone who's willing to be uncomfortable, despite you you may be shy or you have to maybe overcome. Um, having that stronger voice, but but I, th I do think that natural um, intuition you have to 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 make yourself uncomfortable is the reason why you've been able to achieve some success and so success early on in life. And you know, I'm sure that it had to be very uncomfortable the, the first time you competed in a pageant and you're standing on stage and you're probably half naked during the swimsuit competition and. Um, you know, did, what what attracted you? How, how did you go? I think I may have lost that part of the story. How did you go from being on Wall Street to um, competing in pageants? I actually think it's for me, at least it's it's a lot of the similar desires for wanting something bigger in life and wanting to challenge myself and put myself in something uncomfortable. Um, pageantry is something I wanted to do since I was five years old. Um, but growing up, I wasn't allowed to because I grew up in a very conservative family. Um, like you said, um, going on stage in a bikini was out of the question for my parents. Um, and then I, you know, I kind of let my insecurities and self 
self-limiting beliefs me and society puts on us kind of stop me from doing it. I'm like, who am I? I'm not a pageant girl. I'm not, I'm five foot three. I'm not a tall, skinny, blonde model looking girl that you typically think of when you see girls in pageants. So I kind of push that dream down myself. So naturally the next thing was let me go work in investment banking in New York City. Um, so I focused on that. And when you, I was working over hundred hour weeks, so I didn't really have time to have side hobbies or do other things, but I felt like there was something missing in my life, something like um, that wasn't being fulfilled. Um, and uh, you know, that's why I decided to do private banking after my investment banking internships. It gave me more work-life balance. And I started to go more deep down and like get to know myself and see what I really wanted to do and experience in life. And I remember pageants was, you know, one of the things I wanted to do. There's the age limit on it. 28 is the age limit. It's my last year. I'm going to age out this year. So I'm like, it's now or never. Let me go for it. So again, um, when I competed in my first pageant at Miss World America, their age limit was 26. So that's the only reason I entered. I, I didn't feel ready. I didn't know what I was doing. I was very awkward and shy, um, just like anything else I go for in life. But it gave me the start. And now, um, you know, I I just competed in my second pageant representing North Carolina and Greensboro and made top 10 um, two years later. That's how you learn. You're um, so if there's no, you one just got to get started. Yeah, you, you know, some, yeah. you just got to take that first step, as I always say. And, you know, sometimes we have per, um, paralysis of analysis. I mean, we think about something so much that we never really do anything. And um, hopefully my audience can start to see why I really wanted to have you on today, because you are so locked in. You, you are working hard. Um, you are pushing yourself to do things outside your comfort zone, which takes a tremendous amount of self-discipline. Um, to, to, to really have that conversation with yourself and get yourself motivated to do things. I always like to tell people that I, I don't think motivation is something that comes from outside of you. It's not an external force as much as an internal force. Um, you, you've got to find that self-motivation and that energy inside to, to go out and do the things that you want to do. And, you, you know, if there's that vision that you've been suppressing all of your life and you never got a chance to try it and you never tried it because mom or dad or brother or sister or friend told you you wouldn't be successful. Um, you know, that's not really living a, a full life. And, you, you know, you, you should be willing to try anything you want to try and, um, you know, try to live a life of, of, of passion and not necessarily live a life out of necessity or a life out of expectation, you know, just doing the things that people tell you to do all the time. Before we let you go, Lake, I know you got to run. Um, you also have a personal finance blog where you are trying to coach and interact pe with people as it relates to personal finance. I've also seen you giving out some free advice on Facebook related to helping people just uh, do what you've been doing um, the last five years, which is which is really go inside of yourself and push um, to do more with your life. Um, if my audience wants to get in touch with you, um, let them know how they can get in touch with you and, and engage with your brand and all the great things you're creating right now. Yeah, I guess my brand is just to empower others by sharing my story um, and tell them not to wait 20 years to go after their dreams and not to let anything stop them, whether that's money or their mindset. So that's what I'm doing with my pageantry and personal finance blog, because those are things I struggle with and I feel I can help others with. Um, and I'm always open to people reaching out to me. Um, so they can reach out to me in my personal Instagram or Facebook page. Um, search my name, Lake Aravi, um, L-E-K-H-A. R-A-V-I, um, or they can follow my personal finance blog. It's called The Financial Boss. So it's at The Financial Boss. And if they have any personal finance questions, I always tell people they can DM me and I'll answer them within a day. 
Um, Laika, thank you so much for locking in with me. And for my audience, always I appreciate you for locking in with me. If you have not already done so, make sure you um, go follow the Locked In Show. Um, it is available on Pandora, Spotify, um, Apple, wherever you like to download your favorite podcast, it's available. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Locked In a YouTube channel and um, keep up with us on Facebook and Instagram because that's where a lot of the great content is coming out. And then always make sure you stay tuned to WTOB um, so you can keep up with Locked In with Algernon Cash. And until next time, y'all stay locked in. The executive producer of the Locked In podcast is Algernon Cash for WCG. The associate producer is Tim Beeman for Such and Such Media. The views and opinions in this podcast are solely those of the contributors and are not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting company. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without express written consent of WGC.